Welcome to another episode of the Wolf Den Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Balick. I hope everybody is having a great day. If you are watching this right now, I appreciate you. And again, if you do get some value in today's podcast, guys, please help me out. Just tag me at Isaiah Bowick, post it. I'm sorry, at Isaiah Bowick underscore fit. Um, I have multiple uh, multiple platforms, but Isaiah Bowick underscore fit. And uh, just tag me in it. I really would appreciate that. So today we're going to be talking about grow big arms by doing this. And recently I started an arm periodization plan um, with my coach and it's been going great. It's been going great. I'm going to talk about a few tips on getting your arms a little bit bigger. Um, and just what I've done, you know, my arms are not huge, but for an, a guy that wants aesthetics, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, you know, I don't want to be that 250 pound bodybuilder, but I, I want to have, I want to have decent arms. You know, if you can get your arms to about 15 inches, at least you're going to be able to wear like a medium to a large shirt. Especially if you start building up your back using those tips I just talked about in the last podcast, you're going to fill out your sh shirts. Very nice. You're going to be able to walk into a room. People are going to notice you, even if they don't say anything. I mean, most of the time when I go out, it really depends on the environment, but I don't always get compliments. And then there's times that I do but I always get looks. There's never, never a time that I don't walk into a place and people don't look like people always look. And that feels good because it's not that they're judging you at first. I remember I used to be really uncomfortable about, uh, uncomfortable about it, tongue twister. But over time, as you're building your physique, you're not going to be average anymore. You're not going to have an average physique. You're not going to have average arms. I mean, most of the time when you're going out into the world how many times do you see some guy with 15 16 17 inch arms if he's 18 19 those are huge but at least 50 you know at you know 15 16 17 inch arms but they're actually aesthetic and lean and strong they're not flat and flabby you know what i mean you don't see that a lot and so today i'm going to talk about just a couple tips that have helped me over the last few years um, and I hope you can use them. And some of them are probably some common ones that you've heard, but maybe you haven't. So the first one, very, very simple tip. And again, this podcast is not going to be hours long. It's going to be quick to the point, but write this down, take mental notes. And when you go train arms, just start doing these tomorrow. Number one is just making sure you're slowing down the eccentric. The eccentric is really when the Dumbbell again, say concentration curl, barbell curl, easy bar curl, whatever you're doing, you're coming up and you're just slowing down the muscle. And this is the thing I'm not doing a live right now, but if you can imagine you driving the dumbbell up and you're squeezing your bicep, you're squeezing it tight. When you're dropping that dumbbell down, yes, slow it down, but keep your bicep squeezed. Don't let loose. That is something that has helped me immensely with my bicep training is when you're dropping the weight down, keep your tension, squeeze that bicep, keep that squeezed all the way down. While you do that, you're going to continue to put a lot of stress on those muscle fibers. And that eccentric is going to be, again, at the end of the day, right? Good form. You know, you can't, you know, I see guys doing 40, 50, 40 to 55 pound dumbbells and they're doing regular curls, and a little bit of rocking is completely fine, but on the way down, it's never really controlled, and there's nothing wrong with fast-paced curls. I do that as well, and I'm going to talk about these heavy sets here in a moment,
because some of those heavy sets, you have to just come up, you're curling and you're dropping right down because there's different ways to it to do it. But this first piece here is that time under tension, controlling that eccentric and going into that next one. And so the next tip I can give you is don't be afraid to lift heavy as long as your form is good. Right now, I have sets where I'm doing heavy barbell curls between four to six reps, and they are no joke heavy. But when you're doing a bicep, a barbell curl, you're really training that bicep in the mid range in heavy loads when it's not when it's that heavy i'm not really focusing on the eccentric part i'm focusing more on the concentric part so that's me coming up and literally driving that weight up towards my chest and i'm contracting i'm contracting i'm contracting but i have found that those muscle fibers my current muscle fibers do do very well with that four to six rep range and again diving into another tip with this is don't be afraid to train a big broad range I truly believe that you should train strength with your arms. You should you would be surprised how your arms might really blow up with those low reps, but spread it out. You know, have a day where you're training four to six reps or four to six or four to eight rep range. And then also have that day where you're training in that 10 to 20 rep range. And again, at the end of the day, is high reps versus low reps, which one is better? At the end of the day, all that matters, guys, is mechanical tension. It's not metabolic stress, right? The science has proven this. It's not the metabolic stress. It's not, oh, you have to do four sets of five on the barbell curl, and that's the only way you're going to build arms. It's a it's mechanical tension. You need to get tension on the muscle. You have to train close to failure. But I do believe you building natural strength in that barbell curl with those heavy loads can make immense changes, and I've seen that in my own um in my own training. Now, the third tip I want to give you guys is train your arms on a leg day. Okay. Now this is an old school thing that popped up long time ago, but I'm doing this as well right now. And my plan is, you know, when you train your legs, you activate a lot of growth hormone and a very, very famous split back in the day was, and people still do it. I, I ask guys all the time, like, Oh, what are you doing today? And they'll go, Shoulders and arms, and our uh, shoulders and legs, and I'm like, man, why are they doing that? And I always remind my, I always remind myself, you know, when you train your legs, you activate a lot of growth hormone. And there has been some pretty cool research out there that has shown, like, if you pair, like, say you do heavy legs again, your diet has to be on point, but you do really heavy legs, it can help with those leg and body parts. And so, I currently train legs. There's a day where I'm doing more posterior chain. I'm doing hamstrings and glutes, and then I do I do arms as well. And I'm actually doing arms first, so I hit arms super heavy, and then I go into my leg day. But that's just a quick little sprinkled tip that if you're like, hey, I'm going to give that a shot, do it for three, four months. See if your body responds. Again, there's no magic to it. There's a little bit of good science on it, and it, might, it may or may not work. I mean, it, you know, one thing about research is – there's people that are married to research. I'm not married to research. What I do is like, okay, that's cool. That's a cool study. That makes sense. Well, let me see. For example, my shoulders, right? Not to go down a tangent, but everybody, oh, you got to do between 10 to 20 sets, like no more than 20 sets per week. And that's like, you're going to be overtraining and blah, blah, blah. Back in the day, I didn't know what volume was. All I knew was, bro, you need some shoulders. I remember doing drop sets, supersets, lateral raises, just 
ton of volume and my arms blew up. My arms blew up. My shoulders blew up. And I, it's good to track that stuff, but don't, don't get obsessed and too crazy with the science, man. Like get into the trenches and just see if it works for you. Okay. It worked great. Why did it work going through that research? And that's how I've performed my own training and my business and everything is like, I'm going to, I'm going to soak up the science piece, but I want to look at the trenches. Like what has these guys done? And I've personally seen a lot of guys do that. Hey, I'm, they're doing legs and they're doing arms um, together and their arms have brought up better development. And so give that a shot. That's something that I'm doing right now and uh, see if those arms grow for you. On the fourth tip, last tip that I'll give is just make sure you're training your arms in different angles. And what I mean by that is get your biceps in the lengthened position. One of my favorite lengthened positions is like a, a very nice, like a high incline uh, dumbbell curl where your your elbows are, you know, back by your hip. That incline is slightly pushed back. And when you're eccentrically coming down, you you're just getting a crazy stretch. Crazy stretch. Feel like your biceps are going to rip. Very, very good length and position. Train your biceps in the short position. Get on a preacher curl. Do spider curls on the incline bench and hit hit the short head of the bicep. Um, again, people will always say, oh, should you train more short head, length, and do them both. Don't get married to one way. Do the stretch effect. Do the shorten effect. Um, other things that I always say is do... Um, hammer curls to really thicken the bicep. And again, you're hitting all those heads, but again, just that variety there. Because if you're just training, you know, I, you know, if you're like, I, all I do is bicep curls, like standing bicep curls, cool. You could build a really nice set of arms doing that, but have variety, you know, have a day where you're like, Hey, I'm going to really focus on the stretch position. I'm going to do standing cable, um, dual cable curls where you're kind of Take a couple steps from the cables and you get that really, really gnarly stretch. And then I'm also going to do, um, I'm also going to do, uh, seated, uh, incline curls for that stretch. And then maybe there's a day where you're doing more of the, the preacher curls, the, um, easy bar wavy curl, where you have that inner grip to hit more of the short head of the bicep. So create that variety. Again, don't be married to like one system. And that's how I've built my arms to being that level of an OCB pro IPE pro as well is that variety. And don't be shy to really put volume. I'm talking volume more than 20 plus sets per week, heck between 20 to 30 sets. And I know some people will be like, that's crazy. That's absurd. But I've seen great progress with it. And again, give it a shot. If you're not recovering well, pull back a little bit. I always say start in the middle, do about 15 sets for your biceps per week. Um, and that reminds me again, this is more for biceps, bicep training, but don't do not sleep on your triceps. Your triceps are two thirds of your arms. So again, going back to like the whole topic of today of building big arms, do not shy away from your triceps and we'll have a tricep training as well but building up your triceps is going to just help create that full out nice illusion of a good set of arms that your spouse your girlfriend your boyfriend whoever you're with hanging out with friends people are just going to notice it and they're going to go well that's cool that is cool so hey guys 
I appreciate everything that you have been doing. Work hard, keep training hard, and we'll talk soon.